Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. My parents were married for 70 years. They were an excellent role model, not only to us as children, but also to us as adults and to the rest of the community. Everyone that knew them knew that my mom and dad were in love. He always looked at her so lovingly, even when they were older, and she was sometimes would take her teeth out, and her hair would just be a wreck, and she would have on her little scrubbly, you know, nightgown, and he would look at her and just say, isn't she the most beautiful woman in the world? Can you imagine having a love like that? I hope and pray that my husband and I do, and I know that he will often tell me, oh, you look so pretty when I have no makeup on, my hair is sticking out, and I just woke up. But it's not about looks, is it? What is there that attracts you to or repels you about another person? Unconditional love that we give one another is sometimes that in a marriage, a deep relationship, a strong romance, a bond, a friendship. Is there anything that another person could do that would make you stop loving them? I would say no about my husband, even if he did things that broke my heart, I believe that I would still love him, as I would my family, as I would many of my friends. I know that as we get older, and many of us are getting older and older, we sometimes tend to reflect and look back nostalgically at, weren't those the good times? And many times they weren't the good times. Sometimes what we now remember as good times were not really so good. My grandmother and grandfather had been married for 67 years, and I remember her especially being so optimistic that she would look back and say, oh, honey, we had the greatest marriage. It was just wonderful and such a great family, and all of the days were good days to my grandmother, even when she knew that my grandfather would be leaving at night to go see another woman. She would leave him cheese and crackers and drink little orange juice or milk or something on the post to the stairs so he could sleep well and have a little bit of food in his stomach. Now that, to me, is more than unconditional love. And sometimes we say, well, what about blind love? Are you really putting the blinders on when you allow the other person to get away with things that are hurtful or not only resentful, but maybe even physically hurtful? You know, they say that a dog will still love his master even though he is beaten. Well, I would hope and pray that he would run away, get away from that abusive master anyway. And of course, that's what we as people should do with our loved one's spouses is to get away and not let it go on. Yes, people have to be accountable for their actions. But there is one 
that they say sticks closer than a brother, one who loves us even when we are unlovable, one who died on the cross for us while we were still sinners. And that is the one who taught us how to love unconditionally. The only condition that Christ has for loving us and for taking us into his family is that we are to believe in him, trust him, love him, and come to him. It's not based on our actions, and it's not based on what we've done or not done. I know when I'm teaching at the local jail that many of these ladies that are in there come in having been through not only abuse, but many of them have been the abuser, and many of them have committed heinous crimes, and they just think, I've gone too far. And God couldn't possibly forgive what I have done. They'll even look me straight in the face and say, Dr. Peppers, you have no idea what I did. You have no idea the creepy, horrible things that I have done and how I have hurt people and how I have. And I stop them right there and I say, you know what? I don't need to know that. God has allowed me, has gifted me to come in here and love you ladies unconditionally because that's how he loved me. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how far you have gone. And then I remind them of people of the Bible, Rahab the prostitute, David who was a murderer and an adulterer, and others who had even hurt and cursed and beaten Christ himself. And he still from the cross said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And I believe that most of us have no idea what it is like to be forgiven, unconditionally loved, and given a brand new future, a brand new start until we do that. And my new start, of course, came when I was 23 years old on my third suicide attempt, and God stopped me right where I was, and he had me drop to my knees and remember what it was like to be a little girl in Sunday school class praying the Lord's Prayer. You know, I've, through the years, always believed that love is an action, as we are often told. It's not just a feeling, nothing more than feelings. And we often get these confused. There are three kinds of basic love, as Scripture teaches, from the Greek root of erotic is eros love, which is physical passion, but it can also be a good physical passion as between man and woman. And there's also the phileo, or brotherly, like in the city of brotherly love is Philadelphia. That's when you have love for your brother, your friends. And then there is what Christ loves us, the agape love, the unconditional, beautiful love. And that's the same love he teaches us to have with others, but especially to have with him. And if you've never experienced that beautiful love of God, oh, how wide, how vast, how marvelous, how wonderful to know that no matter what, he cares for me and that I can come to him at any time, 24-7, in prayer, in confession, in love, and he's always there. We have loved ones that would always be there for us, that would give their very life for us. And that's what scripture says, greater love hath no man than this, than he lay down his life for his friends. 
That's what Jesus did for us. And now we can lay down our old lives, no matter how bad, how horrible they have been. And he gives us second, third, tenth, one hundredth time chances, new opportunities, new beginnings in Christ. God, I pray for the one listening right now that does not feel love, that does not know how much you love them, and that they would just turn to you and receive that beautiful, unconditional love, no matter what they've done, where they've been, who they have hurt, or whatever their past is. Even if it was just a slip up today, even if it was just those angry words spoken to a loved one, even if it was something that seems so minute or whether it is something as severe as the man after your own heart did, David, who was a murderer and who was an adulterer. God, thank you that you love us, that you give us chance after chance to begin again. And that's what I pray for the one listening right now. And that's what I pray for me. Thank you, God, that we can come to you and experience the agape beautiful love that you give. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, my friends, and thanks for being with me today. I'm Dr. Peppers, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.